We'll be with you. Welcome back to Trip of Change, the Jackie Robinson Show podcast. Trip of Change is a weekly podcast hosted by Jackie Robinson and produced by Dana Bach with some of the top thought leaders in the areas of LGBTQIA+, use of pronouns, gender identity, voting rights, intergenerational conversations, news, and feature interviews with industry leaders. Our goal is to provide listeners with key takeaways and actionable advice for having a better understanding of the people we interact with around the world. Let's start the show. How are you? Hey, Miss Dana. Excellent. Coming at you to West Florida. Yes, the the southernmost part of the United States. The continental United States. Yes. The continental United States. The southernmost is on the Big Island of Hawaii, just past Green Sand Beach. Oh, okay. Been there also. I know. I was reading your story, and 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 you talked about how Hawaii came into play, and so we'll we'll get to that. Um, but here's another episode of Triple Change with Jackie Robinson and Dana Bach, and so we we want to welcome you to our listening audience, um, and for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time. This is season four, episode eight. So we've got a couple other seasons. Um, we've got several other episodes. So be sure to go out to triplechange.com and look at podcasts in the uh, menu. And you can see uh, a list of all the podcasts that Dana and I have produced so far in 2022. Is that right, Dana? That's right. Yes. All right. Episode eight for us. Yeah, episode eight for us. <laughs> Season four for me. <laughs> yeah, and episode eight. Yes, and so we will be talking um about Miss Dana's story, um and uh, her life challenges and how she has been able to overcome them and come out on the other side. A wonderful, beautiful person. Who's a wonderful, beautiful person since the day I met her. And so let me say this, um, Ms. Dana, I appreciate you so, so much. I thank you for your friendship. I thank you for your kindness. And I thank you for encouraging me when we was in Las Dang Vegas to do this trip of change. I know. Share this with the world. Cause you and I can talk, and Jackie and I can talk forever, but we got to talk about the things we're talking about with more people. Correct. Because, yeah. you know, I, look, I, since I retired, I've said this, I was ready to give it all up and enjoy retirement and just read and eat and travel. Uh, but I guess as a creative, Dana, I just, I can't get away. I can't get away from it. The beauty of all that is you're still doing all those amazing things. You're just... 
doing them with an actionable goal. Like you're still reading, you're still eating amazing cuisine, you're still traveling, and doing it with a purpose than you thought you were going to have. And that's one of the prizes. It, it really is. And not only that, I'm doing it with a good friend. Yes. 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 I'm Everyone. doing it with a good friend. Yes. So, uh, before we get into tonight's episode, we got to take care of housekeeping. We got to take care of the admin stuff on the back end because we will be looking at uh, some websites and some videos. And so, before we do that, let us add this and say that our video, this video contains some sensitive information. The sole purpose behind making this video is to spread love and information. We hope it will increase your knowledge and understanding of the LGBTQIA community. The video content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Triple Change does not make any representation or warranties with respect to the accuracy, applicability, fitness or completeness of the video content triple change does not warrant the performance effectiveness or applicability of any sites listed or linked to in any video content triple change hereby disclaims any and all liability to any part to any party for any direct indirect implied punitive special incidental and other consequential consequential damages arising directly or indirectly from any use of the video content which is provided as is and without warranties all right that's our disclaimer also um we want to encourage all of you our listeners and those who are listening live and those who will uh, watch the repeat a replay of this of this podcast we want to encourage you to go out to our sponsors website which is healthfulessence.com also if you're in the atlanta area visit their restaurant healthful essence which is a caribbean and soulful vegan restaurant located in the west end of atlanta at 875 york street atlanta georgia also keep in mind that helpful essence offers a discount when you order online with the clover with the clover app so they've got wonderful food vegan vegetarian food with a soulful taste to it because they use the same spices and herbs that i use when i'm making the types of foods that i make but this is helpful essence vegan vegetarian and also they do catering summer's coming you may have a family reunion, you may have a wedding, you may have a bridal shower, anything coming up. Uh, check them out, helpfulessence.com. And also, don't forget that when you order online through the Clover app, you get a discount. Right, Dana? That's right. All right. All right, darling. Oh, also, let's do this. There's Helpful Essence. Vegan, vegetarian, soulful restaurant, helpfulessence.com. And now uh, we also want to encourage you to support our podcast. Support our podcast. Go, we really want you to go out to the website 
and sign up. Just if we don't ask for much information, just your email address. Send us your email address so you could have um, information prior to everybody else. Get it firsthand what we're doing on Trip of Change. Because we got a trip coming up to where, Dana? New York City. New York City. We're going to New York City. Okay, get ready, New York. All right, so be sure to go out to the website, sign up, give us your email address. That's at chipperchange.com. We also have Cash App at Chipper Change, uh, where we will donate to our favorite causes. Last week, we talked about the South Union Community Development Center, where they're providing STEM programs for children in the local Houston area. Okay, so that's the Cash App at Chipper Change. We're on Instagram. Oh, We're yeah. on Instagram at Tripper Change. Everything's Tripper Change. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Trip of Change. Is that right, Dana? That's right. That's right. Okay, dokie. Do all the above. All the above. All the above. And now, to get in touch with me, you can email me at Jackie at TripleChange.com. And to get in touch with our, our podcast co-host and producer, contact Dana at Dana at TripleChange.com. That's uh, part of uh, that's our email address for Triple Change, and then we'll share some personal information as we get into Miss Dana's story, which is fascinating. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Yes, ma'am. All right. So, okay, Miss Dana, here you are, Hello. Dana Bach. Yes, Dana Bach, adventurer, extraordinary. Uh, oh Lord Jesus. Ex it, uh, adventurer extraordinaire. Yes. Hold on just a minute. Your name is not Dana Back. <laughs> no. Your name is Dana Bach. <laughs> See, we're always evolving. Always evolving. Uh, always evolving. That was a triple change. Real quick. <laughs> right, right. Triple change. Dana Bach, adventurer extraordinaire there's her uh website address echo akamai eco akamai eco akamai eco akamai eco akamai.com check her out she's got her listings of her trips to national parks beautiful pictures beautiful scenery um and her story so that's at echo my eco akamai Eco Akamai. <laughs> yes. Eco Akamai. Eco Akamai dot com. Eco is in green. And then Akamai means smart in Hawaiian. Means what, baby? Smart, smart in Hawaiian. So green, green smart. I like it. For the environment. Yes. You're going to have me remember how to pronounce it. Echo Akamai. Eco Akamai. Eco Akamai. Yes. Eco Akamai. Okay. Yeah. Check her out uh, on Eco Akamai and Dana Bach at Dana Bach uh, at me.com. Dana Bach at me.com. All right, Miss Dana. That takes care of our administrative part of the show. And I know that um, when I was living in Portland and I met you, you had such a wonderful spirit, a good spirit. 
and we connected right away. Um, even though I'm an older woman and you were a little younger, that didn't matter. We, there was a connectivity and, um, with me living in Portland and Dana didn't know this at the time, I am a nature buff myself. She's a nature adventurer. And some of the things that we're going to discuss in terms of the benefit of being in nature is what I found to be beneficial to me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, living in Portland, Dana, and seeing those mountains from the distance, you can be driving down the street and off into the distance, there's Mount Hood, big, beautiful, gorgeous, snow-capped, everything. And so I got into that. And so when Dana asked me if I wanted to join her for a trip to Las Vegas, I was like, okay, cool. But we did not step on to the casino floor. Not one. We didn't gamble not one time. Not one time. It wasn't that kind of trip. We went to Death Valley because this is what Dana does. This, this, this is her high. She likes to go to the parks and commune with nature. So Dana, how, how, how did you get into this? How did this all start? Well, I'm going to kind of go all the way back. Um, so I grew up going to one of camps and just being out and we were bikes everywhere. We had to go out in the morning and my mom would say, we got my son down. I mean, that was, you know, the 70s. It was very different than how kids are being raised now. Uh, and my dad had multiple sclerosis also, which is a unique thing. Um, but he never let his disability affect his parenting style. So he'd pick us up and we'd go arrowhead hunting agate hunting. Uh, we go to a friend of his farm and go pick berries. And we were always out doing something at a festival or doing something where he could join us. And then my mom, my inspiration for adventure, she was always the, let's pick up and go. Let's go clam digging. Like so-and-so invited us to go to the mountains and thinking, let's go, let's go. So she gave me that really inspirational, like, uh, she's like, you know, her idea is like, don't say no to it. Say yes to invitations and go and experience and have fun. So that kind of got it both my parents who were not together as a couple. And so just all through life, I started really just loving being out in nature, hiking and all of that. My brother, Troy, and I decided in our 20s, but we really wanted to go. When you were in your 20s? 20s. We wanted to start hitting um, national parks. At that time, there were 62 national parks. And so we started going to the parks to about 10. We did all five in uh, Utah. We did three up in Alaska, which are hard. There's a lot of in Alaska, but hard to get to. Uh, and then we did North Cascades. We did Dr. Tree. Uh, so I think we ran it out about 10. But that kind of gave me my butt. Like, I really I really liked it. I love going to these massive places and experiencing different parts of them. And uh, so fast forward, life happened. Career, you get kind of doing your thing. And over the course of that time, I did go to a couple more parks. Then uh, I got to about 15 or 18, 15. And then I was not feeling well in 2019. Something was wrong. With me. They couldn't figure it out. Uh, and I was like, I'm going to do something. And I was in Hawaii. And my sister sent me this article about this guy named Andy McGee, who had done the entire National Park Unit of, at that time, 419 units. And... Uh, 
I was like, oh my gosh, so inspiring. That's what I need to do. Like, like, that's where I feel best is outside. So that day I dropped off my crew to zip line and I immediately went to a national park right down the road where we were staying was where I've been many times. And it was this gorgeous Hawaiian um, fort, Pink Mayamea's fort. And just walking those grounds and experiencing that history and learning about the indigenous people, which is so dear and dear to my heart. And I want that history to be known more. Um, it just, I was like, I'm hooked. Then I got home and I got a mammogram and I got diagnosed with being breast with two positive cancer. Well, tell me about this. Uh, that was the HER minus two plus. I never heard of that. It's HER2, HER2 positive, which is a fast moving cancer. My doctor, Natalie Johnson, said, it's kind of just like you. It's, a, it's an adventure. It likes to move fast and travel. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, what was really amazing about Dr. Natalie Johnson, who's just amazing, is that she had been a, 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 a surgeon, um, and then she got the same type of breast cancer when she was, she was a little bit older than I am. Uh, and so she really knows how to attack this specific type of cancer. Um, and so I was so lucky to be in her care. One thing she said to me, she said, clear your calendar for a year. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to Peru for my birthday. Um, and she was right. It took longer than a year to get through. Um, my cancer didn't move. They put my nose. Um, so I did six rounds of chemotherapy, surgery. Uh, then they found it in my lymph nodes. So we had to chase it with um, radiation. Uh, and then I had 11 therapy treatments. And so I really think it on March of um, 2021. And then COVID was happening. And so then it got worse and worse and worse. So I was in quarantine for well over a year uh, with COVID, not having COVID, but trying to be as healthy as I could. I didn't have to be good. You got COVID chasing you, and then you in the middle me, yeah, got it all chasing you. So that's where I landed. So when you go through chemotherapy, you spend a lot of time by yourself, laying down in bed. And I had watched the Maria Kondo show. Uh, where she said, uh, uh, cleaning out your closet and saying, does this jacket bring me joy? And I was like, I want to do that with my life. Like, certain things in my life bring me joy. And so I kind of invited some things to leave that just weren't bringing me joy. Um, and I invited some new things in, and one was the National Park Bucket. I really wanted to go do as many as I can. And with as many people that I care for at the same time too. So I reached out to my favorite people, Jackie Bean, one of them, of course. And I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful. We uh, we put together the trip, and I've done I've now I've done the uh, uh, Death Valley with you, of course, and I've done the Grand Canyon with my friend Jay Day, and um, I'm here with my family in Dry Tortugas National Park, um, which is off the Florida Keys. Uh, we're going to take a seaplane there, and only 80,000 people visit the park every year. It's very uh, um, not highly visited, so it's just going to be a great experience. So I just keep on adding new parks. Uh, this last week, I've been to everything before, driven through, but we did an airboat ride in the mangroves, and it was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then we went to Great, uh, sorry, Big Cypress National Preserve. 
and went into the ranger station and asked the ranger to point out. He gave us about four different spots to go to. And we saw amazing trees and wildlife and big alligators and big alligators and turtles. I mean, it's just amazing. It took like four different mini hikes. It was a great day. Sounds like it. And I saw the pictures, um, I think it was on your website. I had put those on Instagram. Oh, just, oh, oh on, on Instagram. The alligators? Yes. Yes, yes. The, yes. Yeah. It was amazing. And this road that we went on, the Loop Road, uh, isn't very well traveled. Not traveled that often. So when she said, I highly recommend you going here, um, I was like, that's a priority. So I always love talking to the rangers and giving their recommendations. And they're not always the biggest, most picturesque locations there the locations where they think you're going to get the biggest benefit from your experience. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It really does. And I I think for people who are listening, um, if you are into nature, then you know wherever you live, there are parks very close by. Reserves, na uh, natural reserves. I know here in um, my little town, my little Mayberry town at East Point, I can go just a half a mile or a mile down the street and, and take a, a cut down a street. And all of a sudden there's a, a natural uh, preserve, a, a park yes. uh, right there. And so um, starting in your 20s and having gotten those first 10 um, and then family, raising a family, being married and all that adjustment, that trip of change for yes. that whole period. Because the boys now are uh, ones in college, and the one other one is getting close. Junior, yeah. So he'll be his one more year with us, and then Sammy will be a freshman. So uh, we'll have you know high school with him, but still I can sneak away and uh, get in my park. And yes, yes, exactly. Yes, and so you got. I I didn't get a stamp, y'all, but I did <laughs> go to yeah. Death Valley. I didn't have a little book, so I think what I might do is just go to get me a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me a book so that I can um, start collecting uh, stamps myself. Oh, collectors, passport to your national parks. Yes, yes. So I am in Florida now, so that's the purple section. And um, so today we went to Key Biscayne National Park, which I've been to before. Uh, but I got the feeling that we're going to take a boat ride on Saturday to Boca Chica Key. So I will do that. Let me just show you where the Carolinas. There we go. So this is our, our parks for today. So I've got my stance. This is at the top. The other uh, cypress right there, and here is Everglades right there, and then here's the skin over here. So you get these stamps, and they're all color coordinated by the color of this picture of the book. Okay. So, big thing that we're called park chasers. <laughs> like 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 storm chasers. Like storm chasers and park the chasers. Park chasers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then every time I go to, I kind of see the national park groups. You kind of can seek them out and like you know often i'll be like, are you chasing parks? <laughs> like, yeah, a park chaser you yeah. got me chasing parks too exactly and another thing that was that, that you and i've talked about often is um that this is the national park service but also during covid and 
uh, I was like, what can I do to accomplish the goal? So there's 368 state parks in the state of Oregon. I know you have so many amazing parks in, in Georgia also. So I just started going to those just to get out. So to your point, it doesn't have to be at a grand scale and doesn't have to be, they can be like, okay, how many wildlife refugees, refugees are in your state? And just go visit those. And they're just beautiful, full, full of birds. And I think we've we'll become bird watchers today. Because <laughs> I've seen a, a lot of them in, yeah. my, in my backyard, cardinals, blue jays, uh, black ones with little white things on their tails. It's, it's just, it's just totally amazing yeah. um, how that we are right now in a trip of change with nature yes. going from winter um, to spring. Yes. And there, right. it, there's a lot of change going on. And you know what, Dana, about two, I say two weeks ago, things were sprouting. It was, it was, you know, mm -hmm. green and it was coming up from the ground. But my lawn man said, Miss Lawson, don't plant anything right now. Mm -hmm. Wait till the middle of March. And sure enough, Dana, last week, the temperature dropped below 30. The frost. All those little newlings coming up, they froze. Mm -hmm. the th my bushes, they froze. Okay. That was last week. And it's been raining. It's been raining. And so even the ones that froze and died, the new, the new life is mm -hmm. pushing up from the ground, from out of the trees. It's just, it's, it's, it's an amazing feeling, especially when you may not be feeling so well. It's powerful. Nature's very powerful. Very powerful. So much so, Dana, that in my backyard, there were these vines Okay, that were low on the ground or they were up in the trees and they wrapped themselves around the limbs and around the trees. And I thought, you're killing the trees. So once weekend, I got out there and I pulled them up, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that somehow those vines had something to do with one of those trees in the backyard. And I noticed that it's dying. Oh, no. Yeah, I'll get the lawn man to fix it. But what I'm saying is that it's all interconnected. It's all intertwined. Mm -hmm. And I saw something on uh, Netflix or something the other day that talked about when if you were to go below the ground where trees are, how trees communicate mm -hmm. with electric nodes up under the ground. They talk through their roots. They communicate from one tree to what Dana, if one tree in the group gets sick, yes, then the other trees send them nourishment to try to help them survive. Yes. yes. A big I was fascinated with that. Yes. yes. I'll just send you a book. Uh, it's called Lab Girl, which is fascinating. studies uh, plants and their growth patterns. And uh, it's just a wonderful read. I'll send that out to you. Yeah, and I I even saw something somewhere, Dana, where it talks about mold and the breakdown of um, flesh or whatever and how that mold becomes important mm -hmm. for the ecosystem. Yes. Okay, so when something dies, it doesn't just die. 
what the mold or whatever comes in, it does what it does. And then it goes back down. It goes back to the ground. It goes back into the ecosystem. It goes back into the ecosystem. It's just, I think we get caught up in our jobs. We get caught up in our families. We get caught up in our personal situations to where we may forget that we're not alone on this planet. No, no. And so as you go out and start visiting these parks, um, what are some of the differences that you see in terms of from one park to another? Is it the, the trees dependent upon the area? Is it the formations? Because remember when we were in, in, in uh, Death Valley, there were all these formations. So mm -hmm. what is it that's got you just really into it? Well, one thing that I try to do is not do too much research because I find that if you do too much, then you're just always like seeking for it and not in the moment of being there. And as you know from our trip, there's a lot of journey that goes into getting there. And we're still looking at these formations and we're like, oh my gosh, this ombre, gorgeous, tan to black. And then... Our guy tells me, you know, this is where you two shot their album cover from the Joshua Tree. We're like, oh, we see it now. You know, but, and we were just like, ah. Oh. And we just like, so to be in that moment, not to be like, okay, I know, I'm going to tell you 10 things about this that I know is to me not as wonderful as just being in the moment and taking it all in. So I try to approach every park and knowing where, where it's located and if it's open. Um, and where the visitor center is, like, get me stand. And then I just really, like, get there and say, oh, what can we do? Uh, try not to limit it to myself. But one, um, uh, one thing when I was with a driver in Arizona, he did Walnut Canyon. Walnut Canyon? Walnut Canyon. Uh, and it was just so, with all these pueblos built into the side of the, the um, rock walls and this big canyon. And then the water would come down and they'd go down and bring the water back up because it's so hot there. They could move up high in rock houses. And it's just, it was mind blowing. And we took this amazing hike. Uh, so I tried to know just enough to go experience it. For me, that's the thing is the experience of being at the park. Like with Big Cypress National Park, I didn't know what to expect from National, National Preserve because it's massive and what to expect. We got there and I Ask the ranger if you recommend it. She's recommended four things, and we did them all. They were all amazing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I, I, I'm going to do this. Okay, hold on, girl. Yay! That's us. That was us. Yeah. That was us. Yep. I was in a yep. And another thing I do is I take like Jackie knows. I do take a ton of pictures, every angle. Lots of like, because uh, we're down in the, in the second level. That was called Devil's Golf Course. And oh yeah, the Devil's Golf, the Devil's Golf Course. Those are salt formations. I mean, it's amazing. And he had us track them, and so like you know, really, and, and taste them. It's very minerally tasting salt, but it's just like. It's amazing that exists. It's acres and acres of big. acres and acres and acres, and you could be 
at a high level and then travel down to a lower level and look up and see the distance yes and we were how many how many feet below sea level 289 something like that yeah we were we were uh in the basin well below hundreds of feet below sea level and that was a trip it's like okay well and I'm trying to gauge it. Okay, the sea is right here, and we below the sea level. Yeah, and then you'd be drowning. The big sign, like that's the sun, that's the level <laughs> sign, right? <up> there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, right. So, right. so it's uh, it's uh, it is a I have assistant producers in my children that have helped us with the show. So Sam found a video for us on TikTok that uh, I shared with Jackie. I think it's interesting because the discussion is about nature, but also like how we need to be better partners to our planet. And so these uh, guys on TikTok have a uh, unique perspective. That Sammy's like, Let me Mom, see if I can pull it up, Dana. Okay. If not, we'll put in our show notes. But. Tick. I got to spell it right. How you spell it? TikTok. TikTok. That ain't yeah, it. Oh, T-I-K-T-O-K. Yes. Yes. TikTok. Okay. If you just go in and grab just a link. Oh, not it. I had the link. Uh. TikTok, copy, oh, copy, and... Got that the first part of the system, TikTok video. Just copy the, the HTTPS. I'm missing something, Dana. It's a long, it's a long, um, it's a long stream. Yeah, you don't expect it. Try it now. What'd you do? I took out the TikTok video header. Can you copy that now? Oh, redirecting. There we go. Is this it? It's Jumper's Jump. Here's Jumper's Jump right here. Yeah, play it and turn on the volume. Okay, hold on just a minute. I'm coming back. From Sam Jones. All right, so now I have to go get it. Yep. TikTok. Oh, wait a minute. I need to share. Share the screen. And go to TikTok. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm supposed to play it, right? Right, and pop that volume up. Wait a minute. 
an organism. Yes. Yes, right? Yeah. Now, in a sense, the world is living. Yeah. Right? In a sense, the world kind of has veins. It has, has almost even like... Like a heartbeat too, if you think about it. Yeah, like a heartbeat. It even has like a nervous system. Yeah. If you think about the roots and the plants and all of the things it's attached to in the earth, mm -hmm. it's all connected, right? It's all connected. Now, there's this theory saying the earth is a being. It's an organism. And the humans are kind of the virus. <laughs> so the earth... Oh. So when we, when we get sick, when a human gets sick, right? Yeah. We create antibodies to... To get rid of the virus. To get rid of the virus, right? Yeah. So in the same sense, the earth will create natural disasters, oh. famine, drought, wildfire, uh -huh. to kill off the virus. To kill... <laughs> no, no, that that's that's crazy. Yo, that's crazy to think about. Just think about it, bro. We hurt the earth, right? Yeah. We're doing worse for the earth than the better. And look at all the Okay. Yeah. Just an interesting perspective. And like 14 year old son. I like that analogy of <laughs> when we get sick. Yes. Our body has mechanisms in it to dispel whatever is attacking it. Yes. Same thing with the earth. If 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 the earth is a living mechanism, then it has it has protection. Yes. And that's why I was saying us when I saw that about the trees communicating with the roots underneath. I mean, those roots expand out far. And so Dana, I kind of feel bad after I cut those <laughs> cut those roots up. Right. But they were they were taking over the yard and choking out a lot of the floor, uh, flowering plants. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just, I didn't know it was going to have that effect, but, um, we talk about nature see, because you talked about how you used to go to the YMCA when I was a kid, we, I went to summer camp. I went to camp Sydney Cohen with Sam Cohen. Okay. <laughs> camp Sydney Cohen. And we did the canoe trips. Mm -hmm. We did the nature hikes. Mm -hmm. We did all of that. And so I'm fortunate to have been able to commune with nature at an early age. Yes. Um, and like you, it's something that in your spirit, you connect to it mm -hmm. and you want to do it more. Yes, yes. But also, and we're going to talk about this, there are benefits of nature. It's just like when you were growing up, because kids don't do this nowadays. When you were growing up, your mama used to say, go outside. Oh, yes. Go outside. Go play outside. And like you said, but you got to be back in the house when the street light comes on. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you're out there and your creative mind is just coming up with all kind of adventurous scenarios. If it's cowboys and Indians or whatever the case may be. I made perfume. I made mud pies. We played capture the flag. We had uh, camps up at our uh, uh, local park that we go to all day long. And, uh, there you go. Um, and so it was, you know, it, it, it's just changed a lot. So we can't just tell entertainment base now. Um, it's just a little different, but it's still all my kids are going to YMCA camp and uh, you know, learning how to love nature. So that's been the wonderful thing to pass on. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I know that there are a lot of people like us 
who are into nature. Um, we, we just, that's why we're doing this triple change podcast to reach those people yes. because we are inundated with all kinds of negative negativity, you know, just bombarded with it left and right. So, but nature is there and it's, and it's free. It's free. It's free. So what are the, what are some of the benefits Dana of being out in the, in nature? Being present, uh, feeling the elements on your wind, rain, snow, heat, heat today for us. Uh, but also uh, the appreciation of it and uh, just being able to almost to be in a meditative state with yourself, you know, to kind of just be in the present. Some of the things that I found that are benefits, because I've, I've enjoyed those benefits that you just, just described, but some of the other things that I didn't really think about while I was, you know, planning to go somewhere or being out there in nature is that um, it says that it can make you smarter, Dana. Mm -hmm. 20 minutes outside can improve your concentration and reduce the need for ADHD and ADD. So when they took playground out of the schools for the kids the right. kids are inside in those rooms all day long they need a release you you got to give them a release so i don't know whose bright idea it was to do away with physical education and playground that was that was the whole uh uh, uh just at the, uh, going to school so we get out on the playground Okay. Right, right. So walking through nature, it, it improves your cognitive function, Dana, and your memory. Mm -hmm. And for older people such as myself, you know, they say um, the eyes is the first to go. And I don't remember the second. <laughs> oh, no, it's the mind. No, the mind is the first to go. And I don't remember the second. <laughs> mind first don't remember the rest yeah, yeah okay yeah. but the, the the children need to get out because it improves their performance in school it it, it allows them to run off some of that energy and frust frustration if they have if they have it okay um talk about the, um, uh, the oxygenation that you get from being outside um, and there are many studies on of like if you went on the treadmill versus you ran outside, how much more oxygen you actually take in, and just how that helps your cells be active and move through your body and the blood flow and all of that. Um, so the just getting pure, really good oxygen in your lungs is an additive benefit to health all around. So as a cancer survivor, then. Knowing these benefits, making you stronger, yes. healthier, happier, um, it became critical for you to pick up where you left off when you were 20 and get back out there in nature. Yes. And part of my big healing when I was coming out of surgery, then coming out of radiation and coming out of chemo, and then, was they wanted me to walk as much as they could. They Sometimes I was just twice around my house. I mean, that was exhausting. And then I would get up there four times and then I'd get to go down the street then back and so by 
weekend, I was hiking up to a, a landmark area, and I do that almost every day. Um, that was their whole thing, get out and walk as much as you can. That was their prescription for me to be healthy. Because it does make you stronger. Mm -hmm. Because exercise in nature leads to greater health benefits yes. than performing the same activities inside. Now, right. how do I know that's true? Because I have a smart TV. I have a yoga mat. I have weights. I got everything I need to turn on the TV. YouTube University. I can go to YouTube University and watch a yoga class. But that's not the same as getting up, putting on some clothes, being excited about going somewhere, getting there, seeing other people that are excited to see you. Yeah. And I think the factors are for the skin and you know, just being out in the elements and whatever they are. The skin's your biggest story in your whole entire body. So we need to think about that too and how we treat it. Do you drink more water now than before? Oh, yes. 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 Gotta flush it out. <laughs> Gotta flush it out. <laughs> flush it out. <laughs> Gotta stay regular. Gotta stay regular. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it talks about how, and I said this, I lived in a community where there was a nature preserve right down the street from me, and I never would have known it if I hadn't got lost one day. Um, but... Um, for those people who live in communities where they are close to nature, um, they have a stronger tie with people in their community, especially if those other members in the community like to do the same things that you like to do. Yes. Um, now, at my age, one of the things, Dana, that I have to be aware of is high cholesterol, mm -hmm. high blood pressure, Sugar, which is diabetes for those who don't know, but sugar diabetes, the, the old people call it sugar. You got sugar? <laughs> you got the sugar? <laughs> I ain't get the sugar. <laughs> okay. But I know when I've gone to the doctor and, and they've looked at my cholesterol numbers, it's like you can either take this medicine or you can exercise. Mm -hmm. Now, for a lot of people, it's easier, Dana, to just take that, just take that pill. No, thank you. It, but it, uh, for but for some people, it's harder mm -hmm. to actually get up enough energy to get dressed and go out. But it's important that you do. Yes. Yes. Um, especially with cholesterol, which could, could cause a stroke or a heart attack, and it boosts your immune system with this COVID stuff. I know uh, one of the first things I did, Dana, was I bought a whole box full of immune vitamins. Mm -hmm. I also bought vitamin D for depression because you've been being a house, can't go nowhere, you can't see your uh, ashwagandha, mm -hmm. elderberry, turmeric. Vitamin C, a thousand milligrams of vitamin C. Yes. See, so when you ha when you want to leave a legacy within your family, it's important that you take care of your health. It is. Now I'm going to play this because one of the other things it talks about, 
uh, take just a 30 minute walk in the park mm -hmm. can improve your health. But it also says listening to birds and absor uh, 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 observing animals in nature have shown to promote well-being. Yes. Reduce stress. Yes. Improve your mood. Yes. And reduce attention fatigue. So watch, listen to this. That's nice. See, because what I do, Dana, is in the mornings, I go out on the back porch and I listen to the birds. The bird, I know what time they get up. I know who's up early and should still be asleep. <laughs> okay, because they start chirping. I know who's had babies on this tree over here. This tree. Because it is a method of communicating for them first thing in the morning. Yes. But what we hear is the musical, the, the sound, the, the, the sound of it. Right. And so tell, tell me about the birds. We, 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 we talk about bird watching. Yeah, I just laughed that it will one day become something that I'm passionate about. We have, um, uh, Blue Jays in uh, Oregon. Blue Jays? Blue Jays. And so when a Blue Jay comes up, you're like, oh my goodness. My favorite bird is the hummingbird. Uh, and I always uh, feel so lucky when I am in the presence of one uh, that I uh, feel so special. I've been out in, uh, on, it was in Tennessee, and I saw a red cardinal, and I had never seen one before. That was really amazing. So I'm excited about starting to see different birds here and there. Um, might have to get a bird book, you know, to be able to. Yeah, because we got all kind of red cardinals here in, in, in Atlanta, blue jays and red cardinals and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. Um, I, And it's funny, sometimes I sit here and I watch the birds chase the squirrels. <laughs> right? Yes. The birds be chasing the squirrels. Yeah, yeah. So funny. We went today to a place in Isla Mirada, a couple lobbies, and we fed the tarpon. And there are these amazing pelicans there. Massive pelicans. And some have like white hair, and some have blonde hair, and some have bright blue eyes, some have like red eyes, and they're all different colors. They're trying to get the fish that were feeding the tarpon. Smart, smart bird. And uh, so it was uh, fun to, to see them today. Because we don't have pelicans really on the well, On the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so fun to see. So. Oh, wonderful! I've got a, um, I've got some pelotons out there on my uh, uh, sun porch. Just a little, you know, art piece of artwork of, mm -hmm. of pelicans. My friend Lois, she loved pelicans. But uh, one of the other things it talks about, we talked about it being making you stronger, making you healthier, Dana. But it also uh, makes you happier. Yes. Because a five-minute walk, all right, in nature, just a five-minute walk will improve your mood, your self-esteem, and give you relaxation. Yes. So it says how future frequent exposure to nature reduces anxiety and depression while promoting a sense of well-being and fulfillment. And that's what you said when I asked you, you know, what what does how does it make you feel to be out there? What type of trip of change takes place 
when you're out there in nature and you talked about sense of well-being and fulfillment and also when you experience such unique beautiful trees and nature and uh and see these animals you realize you're just a small little bit on this planet you know and that you need to be i feel better to the planet because you want to protect it for all species and so it's can I help you find your sit bones, you know, where yes. to be and how you need to, to set yourself. It's, it's, it, it also has a humbling effect. Yes. I think that's what I was trying to think. Yeah, and, I, 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 and I felt that because like you said, when we was in um, Death Valley, we said it. You could look up at the sky. You could look at the uh, Death Valley. You could look at the Devil's Golf Course yes. and realize that nature has created this, this scenery for us to enjoy. But we are just a tiny, tiny speck. Yes. It's a tiny speck on this earth plane. So you're right. We need to be more kind, not only to each other, but to the planet. Yes. So um, what else you want to talk about in terms of how visiting these parks? Because if there's 400 and some of them, you got a little ways to go, don't you? I do. I do. I'm at, I'm at 76 right now. So I my way through it. 76? 76. Yes. And the next step, I'm going to be going to uh, the Great Smoky Mountains early April. So I'll do that place uh, Then we're going to New York City, and there are 11 units. We're going to be able to go to about 10 of them in New York. Uh, so that's going to be a big bump. And then we'll see where we go from there. So it's uh, um, it's been a really it's been a gift to be able to pursue this passion, um, especially after everything I went through. I just feel fortunate every day that I'm here uh, and then I get to, to be here and experience it. Well, I got to tell you, you have a secret admirer. Oh, yeah? Yes. <laughs> I did not know that. I can't tell you because it's a secret. <laughs> okay. It's a secret admirer. <laughs> well, there you go. So I want to I mean, that's what we talked about is that more people will start to to get outside and sorry years ago um did that hashtag for black friday get outside and uh so we've been doing that almost every year and that's the maha moment of course we should be outside rather than sitting down I, mean, I never did black friday anyway but um but it, it wasn't a big thing and people were you know getting in fights over xbox and it's like well we should just all be out walking around. Yeah, I'm so glad that the virus seems to be winding down. I noticed that um, there are less people who are um, wearing a mask. I still wear mine, you know, especially if it's required. But I know that I've gotten to the point, Dana, where I might pull up somewhere and and, and now it becomes a second thought. And, you, and I get out the car and say, oh, I forgot my mask. You know, or I've even gone in and had to do this. You mm -hmm. see, so it's it's winding, it's winding down. Um, and whatever time that you had 
in this past year to get yourself together, now is the time to execute whatever plan you worked on when the virus hit. Or add something new to it. Say, hey, I'm going to add something new. Yeah. Add something new. So listen, listen, my girlfriend, my dear, dear girlfriend. I know we talked about transparency and I'm, I'm still, mm, I'm not as transparent as maybe others. Um, but I really, really appreciate you talking about your cancer survivor journey and how that you did not give up. You did not give in. Um, you got a great support system. But you also found two things. One, a mechanism to do internal healing mm-hmm. that does not require pharmaceuticals. Nature. Nature. The second thing is, I don't know, because I had a moment. That was one of the things to go. <laughs> I, I should have said it when I thought about it. <laughs> okay. The most important relationship you can have is with yourself. And I started thinking, I need to start practicing with myself. And because I'm so busy, I like to give back to others and I'm so busy doing that that I was like, I'm going to take this time and really make this my priority. And it started with the COVID limited me, the cancer limited me. And I can do it. I'm like, I can go stay far. And so it just, I just got outside. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the elixir for me. This is what. The elixir. That's the word I was used looking for. The elixir. elixir. This is it. And I just came back and I was like, oh, I felt like I had come up with something for the day. I felt exercise. I was feeling my body. I had fresh air in my lungs. I was like drinking water, you know, just being good to myself after a long journey. Well, there's always somebody who listens to these survivors triumph stories and so we're hoping that someone will be able to take something away from this particular podcast like i said i appreciate you dana bog johnson um you're a survivor and um i love you for that love you you okay now before i get all emotional oh let's drink to that (laughs) let's drink to that (laughs) I got orange juice today. <laughs> orange juice. So, um, we're about an hour into this podcast, but we did want to mention because it is uh, National Women's History Month. Yes. Uh, and I'm celebrating Dana Bach during national um women's history month because of her accomplishments she just told y'all a little bit about her story i know a little bit more and so i can i can say that she is a woman of power she speaks power and um she will be more powerful in the days to come 
Thank you, Jackie. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we wanted to do on that note uh, about the National uh, Women's History Month, let's just touch on this for a second. I'm, I don't think I'm going to pull up any videos or anything, but um, in celebration of National Women's History Month, I want to give a shout out to Judge, say her name. Congenti. Congenti. There's a middle name, Brown. Jackson. 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 Yes. yes. Judge Jackson. Miss Jackson. Oh, I better not say that. What we were talking about is the other episode we had such a wonderful time talking about first and what a first this nomination is. Uh, and what an accomplished uh, and, um, powerhouse she is. Uh, and uh, what a wonderful addition to the big bench she was doing. Well, you know, they just announced uh, today that Albright had died, and she was a first. Yes, yes. She was a first. She yes. was a first. Yes, she yes. died of cancer, too. Yes. So now you got um, Miss Jackson, Judge Jackson. And, you know, and Dana, the things that these politicians are asking her, the level of the questioning the average person would not be able to sit there and take it because of what Judge Jackson is practicing is intelligence over emotion. That's I yeah. over E. A lot of people practice emotion over intelligence. Yes. This is an intelligent, bright woman who is fielding these questions, but she's thinking about it first, Dana, before she answers, because the answers are extremely important. Yes. yes. Now, how do you feel about the level of questioning from some of these politicians? Do you think that it's appropriate that, what does it have to do with the Constitution, if I ask you, Dana, on a scale of one to ten, how do you how do you practice your religion? How do you feel about your religion on a scale of one to ten? That is such an inappropriate question. Yeah, I have I've been driving for the past couple days, so I haven't been glued to the nomination um, the hearings as I usually am. Uh, I would prefer to have watched this one over the last two that I did watch. Uh, so I miss out on all those. I do read the headlines, and I'm a little um, uh, uh, surprised uh, <laughs> that they would, uh, you know. But it's, it's unfortunate. Politics sometimes are taken to the stage more so than um, common sense. Things. So I think that's the case. What you're seeing, what you said, emotion is leading over intelligence. But the thing of it is, Dana, is that a lot of these politicians are repeat politicians. The people in their communities vote them into office time after time after time after time after time after time, after time again. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that says a lot about us as citizens of the United States when we go to the voting polls and we don't know who the candidates are. Right. Now, I was a member, of, I still am a member of Big Bethel AME Church 
here in Atlanta, Dana, which is over 60, might be 70 years old by now. Might be, no, 170 years old. What am I thinking? It's, a, it's an old church. And I was talking to a church member earlier today. And he says Stacy Abrams was at church this past Sunday. Really? Yes. And she will probably be back. Um, he, he said that Kemp sent somebody. Okay. But what they're doing is there's some kind of rule that they're trying to say that Miss Abrams cannot raise money for her campaign. Whereas as of January of this year, Kemp has raised $2 million. But she can't raise money. So it, it, that was just a, just a little something that, you know, it, I'm sure there's a lot of other things that are going on, but the obstruction is just totally I, amazing. Stacy's been fighting for her. I mean, I look at her uh, just uh, passion for making voting rights um, available all places and all the work she's done. And then this obstruction that's being done on the other side. I mean, I think it's borderline criminal, uh, but I applaud her for her passion um, and for her uh, dedication to her service and her desire to continue on. She is going to make a change. Well, we'll, 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 we'll be watching that. And, um, as we create uh, more podcasts, we'll be reporting on that, just uh, adding to it. And so Dana, you want to talk about anything else before we wrap up this podcast for this week? I think I'm good. I'm going to get some more stamps, uh, this week. So I'm very excited about that. And, uh, uh just thank you for letting me tell my story. Well, absolutely absolutely um again i appreciate you as a survivor as a woman and as my friend i really really do um i love you too girl and um all right so uh, you can find us at tripofchange.com. You can follow us on YouTube. And you can sign up on the website at tripofchange.com for our newsletter. I'm going to be introducing something new, Dana. I haven't, uh, may not have mentioned it to you, but I want to do something called Boomer Life. Yeah, we talked about that. Boomer Life. Um, and Boomer Life will, will be will be featuring that in upcoming ep- episode has more to do with some things that happened to us as Boomer. And I kind of alluded to one of them when I said the first thing to go is your mind. And I forgot the second thing. <laughs> OK, so, so we will we will be we will add that to our show. It's like, where are my glasses? Where where the hell are my glasses? Oh, they're on your face. <laughs> or how about this one? Where's my phone? Where is my phone? Granny. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. Um, and so we'll be doing that. If you want to get in touch with us, we would love for you to get in touch with us. Uh, we enjoy having guests on the show. Um, and so to be a guest on the show, contact Dana at Dana at Triple Change. She's the show producer. 
Um, and also to get more information about this amazing woman and her goal to visit how many national parks? I think it was 400 and something or 400 parks. There's 423 units right now. They just added a new one the other day. I learned yesterday. Uh, so there's 424. Some okay. of them aren't open and some of them are closed. So it would take, it would take a while, but there are 424 as of the end of the day. Okay. So now if you've got a story that's as amazing as Miss Bach, get in touch with us and uh, get you on the show. Um, sign up for the newsletter. Okay. And again, thank you to our sponsor, Helpful Essence. Helpful Essence at HelpfulEssence.com. Um, be sure to order through their Clover app to get a discount. Yes. Oh, now I need that. Okay. And hi that. All right, Miss Buck. Okay, we did it. Another one under the belt. Another one in the book. Another one under the belt. And uh, I appreciate you. Oh, March the 30th, which is next week. Yes. Next week, Wednesday. We will be talking about women in business, okay? Young entrepreneurs, okay? Young entrepreneurs in business where we will feature a couple of young uh, women who own businesses. Um, and uh, we will talk about that. And one young lady took a trip to Africa. I'm, I'm very interested in finding out yes. um, what she was able to accomplish, what she, what she brought back with her. And so join us next week, Wednesday, the same time, 730 here on StreamYard, uh, we're uh, doing StreamYard, but it's being broadcast live on Facebook at Trip of Change, Trip of Change and YouTube at Trip of Change. And that's it for tonight. Yay, we did it. Yay, we did it. We did another episode. Hold on, Dana. Music to our ear. Pretty nice. Take a trip of change. All right, Miss Dana. Peace out, girl. All right, love you. I love you. Bye.